Chapter Four of the Silver Bear. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Silver Bear by Edna Adelaide Brown. Chapter Four World's End Pond. World's End Pond was the place appointed for the picnic, and Dora was anxious to see what it was like naturally the end of the world must be a most interesting spot the first part of the way was only the road to the big city six miles distant and this was not new to any of the westmore children but when they had jolted and clanged their way through its crowded streets and through a long stretch of dusty tenement houses they came to a river bedside which lay the car track back in the city people had not noticed the picnic cars if they saw them at all they only glanced at the signs special and then looked away impatient because it was not the car for which they were waiting but when the picnic reached the river it reached a place where a big car packed with children singing and waving flags was very exciting a man rinsing milk cans waved his hat and a woman hanging up dish towels paused to flap one vigorously the young people in a passing automobile laughed and shouted, Good luck! And even the dogs ran out to bark in a friendly and excited way as though they knew these were no ordinary electric cars. Overhead, the sky was as blue as June alone can make it, and the fields were starred with daisies. Over the grass, the wind swept and waved as though the feet of fairies passed. This went on for a long distance. Then the way grew even more mysterious. Leaving the real street, the cars ran on a road of their own, right through a wood. On either side, tall trees grew out of ground, brown with pine needles. Only at the left one began to catch glimpses of something silvery, just a glimmer, between tree trunks. The boys shouted, but Dora sat quite still, for was it not the end of the world to which she was coming? Presently, the bits of silver grew bigger and wider. The trees moved farther apart, and a sandy beach appeared. The cars stopped. The children did not wait to have the bars pushed up. They dived under them. Miss Page told her class to put their boxes and wraps together on one of the long tables which stood in the grove. Then they might do as they liked. At twelve, everybody was to have lunch. Lucy ran down to the water's edge, but Dora stopped under the trees, just where the beach began. Where was it, this end of the world? Before her lay a lovely little round pond, all bright and shining under the sun. Beyond it rose softly rounded hills, into which the little lake exactly fitted, just as though somebody had measured the space it was to occupy and fastened it in like a diamond into its setting. But where was the end? Across, on one of the hills, a road went up to the sky. Dora could see the trees on either side, right where it reached the very top of the hill, and it certainly looked as though it didn't stop there at all, but went on and on as roads have a way of doing. Dora stood looking so hard at the pond and the hills but she did not see the other girls down on the beach. "'Well, Dora,' said Mr. Thorne's voice, "'what do you think of the World's End Pond?' 
i don't see the end said dora before she had time to be surprised that mr thorne was so near i want to know what lies beyond mr thorne smiled but it was such a kind smile that dora didn't feel he was laughing at her it wasn't that sort of a smile at all rather one as though mr thorne was also wondering dora did you ever learn at school that the earth is round dora said she did mr thorne took a plain gold ring from his hand let's see he said a circle being round really doesn't begin nor end anywhere does it we can't find a place on this ring where it begins can we but we can take any spot on it and just say it begins there and then you see it will have to end in the very same place and so with world's end upon if the world ends here little dora just so truly it is the beginning of the world as well dora smiled she hadn't known mr thorne could understand like that and so it goes on and on she said looking across the lake exactly said mr thorne the smile again in his eyes there is no place where we can find what is beyond the end of the earth because just there is where the earth begins mr thorne looked as though he was thinking hard but just then lucy discovered that dora was not with the girls and came running to fetch her miss page is going to walk around the point with us she called the boats are over there just around a little point through the woods across from where the cars stopped stood a wooden building where candy and lemonade were for sale and boats to let the older boys pounced upon the rowboats immediately but at the dock was one quite large motor launch the man who owned it was willing to take people around the lake lucy and dora looked at each other this seemed a desirable use for some of that gift money we must ask miss page said lucy let us go too grace said alice harper it will be such fun to sail around the lake miss page was talking to the boatman and presently she invited all her class to go on the launch when it came dora's turn to be helped onto the boat the man picked her up and swung her over onto the stern there you are he said you weigh just about as much as my little girl when the launch started dora found herself next to the man who held the steering wheel before the prow the water divided into two even waves and behind the boat lay a broad strip which looked all soapy because of the many bubbles the propeller stirred up there were no houses on that side of the world's end pond only trees coming down to the water's edge and big gray rocks some of the rocks were partly covered and the boat which was named the swift could not get very close to land for fear of running on a stone across the pond some pretty green farm fields broke the woods and came down to the shore the launch passed one point where five red cows stood knee-deep in the water off the beach grew weeds which the boatman told dora was called rushes above them darted dragonflies with gauzy wings that moved so fast they were only a blur one lighted on the swift and dora saw the bright blue spots on its back my little girl calls them darning needles said the man dora laughed at this funny name 
she must remember to tell Uncle Dan. Miss Page sat between Iris and Mary. Dora thought she looked very lovely, all in white except for a bright rose sweater. Dora decided that when she was a young lady, she would have one just like it. By and by, the Swift came back to the pier and took another party. The boats were as popular as ever, and some of the young men had thought to bring bathing suits. They were having a fine time, swimming and diving. There was so much to see and to watch that Dora quite forgot she had been feeling hungry. But she was glad when Mr. Thorne pulled a rope near the boathouse, and a bell in a tree began to ring. That was the signal for lunch. Some of the people preferred to eat at long tables in the grove, but Miss Page and her girls— sat in a group under one of the big trees one can always sit on a chair at home and it is best to seize a chance to use a rock or a pine needle cushion where is iris asked miss page the chattering girls stopped opening their lunch boxes iris had been with them only a moment ago we can't eat without her said miss page jumping up where has she gone Lucy, Grace, and Alice also left their lunches to search for Iris among the many people in the grove. Presently, Miss Page came back, looking quite troubled. I can't find her, she said. Didn't any of you see which way she went? Iris is over by the boats, said Lucy, running up. She didn't bring any lunch. Why, I have more than I can eat, exclaimed Miss Page. Mother packed me an enormous luncheon. So have I. So have I, cried every one of the girls. Show me where she is, Lucy, said Miss Page. While they were gone, Alice took a paper napkin and laid on it a chicken sandwich. Grace put a jelly one beside it. And everyone added something. Dora contributed two cookies and a little cake for her share and Lucy's. Miss Page came back holding Iris by one hand while Lucy held the other. Though Iris was smiling, she looked rather tearful. Benny had the earache yesterday, and Mrs. Whitman was up all night with him, said Miss Page. She and Iris forgot about packing a lunch. It is lucky for me, for I hate to take food home from a picnic. Iris did not speak as she sat down, but Grace patted her hand, and Mildred her shoulder, and little Dora, who was the youngest in the class, smiled anxiously at her. There was plenty of luncheon for Iris. Presently one of the big boys came around with a basket perfectly filled with ice-cream cones, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Everybody might have two. Somebody must have been very busy filling those cones, for all the young men in Mr. Thorne's class were going about with baskets. After lunch, people lay around on the pine needles, and Mr. Hooper, the Sunday school superintendent, told a funny story. It was really very funny and the children enjoyed it as much as the grown-ups. Then Mrs. Proctor's class of boys gave a dramatic reading of Puss in Boots. Poor Puss in enormous rubber boots on a June day looked uncomfortable and deserved applause. After the reading, Mr. Hooper called some of the choir boys together, and with them to lead, people sang all sorts of songs until the sun grew less warm and they could play games again. The boys played baseball, and the girls ran potato races and obstacle races, and the older people worked hard helping the fun along. Lucy enjoyed the races, 
but dora who was not as strong was soon contented just to sit on the bank and look at the world's end pond she wanted to look hard so when she was at home again she would only have to think and there it would lie before her dora was only eight but she had discovered a rather wonderful secret that every lovely thing in life is always ours if we have ever seen it or it has ever happened to us then it is ours any time we want it just for the thinking end of chapter four